This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Date Night China explores life and love for better relationships in China. Every week, we hear from different guests and dive into dating, relationships, mental health, and how both expats and Chinese people connect with each other here in China. Join the Date Night community through our podcast and events in Beijing and Shanghai, and catch up on all the latest stories on our official WeChat account. Find our account on WeChat by searching Date Night China. No spaces, no capital letters. You can also join our WeChat group by adding Rachel, me, on WeChat. You can search Rachel Weiss twenty two, R A C H E L W E I S S twenty two. And now for this week's episode. Welcome back, China daters, to episode ten of Date Night China. This week, we are talking to Shanice, who's an American who's lived in China for eight years, and she just got married to her Chinese partner at the end of lockdown in Shanghai. That was crazy. It's crazy. crazy, yeah. So they had a very intense time there, and then got married. Weird celebration. It was awesome.、Uh, so she shares with us about their intercultural relationship. Being a Black American woman in China, and what their experience was like during lockdown in Shanghai. Shanice is a North Carolina native from the U.S. that has majored in Chinese and has been living in Shanghai for the past eight years. She's the founder of various local vegan community groups, including Vegans of Shanghai and Shanghai Vegan Foodies. She has a background in translation, social media, and localization. And it's fun those vegan mentions. She is、uh, going to tell a story about how she met her partner because it of plays these, in, it plays yeah, into their romance. Because of these vegan communities,、um, and she's also fluent in Chinese, which is very cool. Shanice、uh, is somebody. It was a, it was a great conversation. Yeah, it was just really chill. It was, it really, was、nice. really chill, and she's somebody I followed and found out a lot about lockdown in Shanghai on social media. She's very active on TikTok, Instagram, and all of that. So that's how I found out about her and her marriage. I was like, "What? They just got married!" So it was very cool talking to her. It's a great episode. So enjoy. Hi, Shanice. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm good. How are y'all? Very well, thank you. Very yeah, well in、uh, Beijing.、Uh, Beijing getting back to normal, but that's very different from Shanghai getting back to normal. I imagine. Oh yeah. <laughs> So you guys have kind of reopened back up recently, right? Well, I went and bought pants today, so that, that <laughs> happened. That was like, I was able、what? to go into the store. <laughs> wow! I was like, oh, I can actually go in because I saw the store before、um, in another location, and there are people like standing outside scanning codes, having the clothes come to them, and I was like, no, I need to try them on. So anyway. Small win. Exciting, yeah! Exciting little news. So, sounds like a win. A win <laughs> is a win. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself.、Um, where are you from? How long have you been in China? Because it's been many years now. And also tell us like where you're at now, and、um, and then we'll jump into your relationship. Okay, so、um, I'm from Durham, North Carolina.、Um, I have been in Shanghai, China, for eight years. I've been in China a little longer. I think if you add like all of my time together, it's probably closer to like getting closer to nine years. But I'm just gonna say eight years、um, in China. About and I majored in Chinese, 
Uh, I majored in Chinese studies in college. That's why I even came to China because I wanted to learn Mandarin Chinese. So I just wanted to keep learning. So after I graduated, I kept coming back to China. Like I left and then I came back and um, I stayed here basically. So that's kind of like the main reason that I've been here is to learn Chinese. And it's kind of like <laughs> caused me to stay here forever because I'm always like, oh no, I can learn a little more. Like, oh no, I, I can learn a little more. I don't feel like I've learned enough. And now I'm just like, okay, I think I'm just going to be here forever. I don't know when I'm leaving. So. I mean, it's paid off. You're fluent in Chinese. So that is, <laughs> I mean, it's paid off well. Thank you. Oh, I'm still working on it, but yeah. I've, I'm, I'm Being in Shanghai is a little different than like being in other cities where you're forced to speak to everyone in it because I've never been like Shanghai is the first city I've been in where there's so many foreigners and I can like have a whole like huge group of friends who are all from different countries outside of China. It's just like a little overwhelming sometimes, but yeah. Do you find it's you have to fun. go out of your way to find like people to speak in Chinese with or like make people speak Chinese with you? I feel like because of where I live in Shanghai, it's a little easier because the city center it's like if it's like if you live in the city center, you're in a different part of Shanghai. Like if you talk to people in Chinese, they'll switch to English. And I'm like, whoa. But out here, they expect you to know Chinese or like they're not going to try to speak English with you. They're just they just talk to you in Chinese and you kind of have to figure it out if you don't know. Um, but yeah, but I'm I'm not so far from the city center, but I'm I'm far enough that okay yeah I think the average foreigner like you live out here you definitely know some Chinese nice nice um and so you just got married with your partner congratulations yes congratulations thank you it's very exciting uh but let's rewind and start how did you guys first meet in China and I guess you met in China right and who made the first move Okay, so the way we met in China, it's funny because right before I met him, I was like done with guys and dating. I was like, I'm just going to wait until I go back to the U.S. to find someone because it's so hard. Um, But that's like a whole nother topic. Um, So he actually so there's a group that I started with um, uh, someone that I knew. We started a group called vegans of shanghai so it didn't th- th- we didn't have that name at first it was literally just a debate group to debate you know veganism you know among vegetarians and, and vegans and it turned into this community group where we like had events and we'd meet up with other people and he joined this group now i still don't remember how he found out about this group i think he said a, he there was a friend he went to some type of an event and a friend added him in the group and he added me and he added the other admin of the group because he was a new vegan and he didn't know like, you know, what can I eat? What can I not eat? I don't know how this stuff works. And so we just started hanging out like, okay, you know, I'll show you where stuff is. And we would talk a lot. And oh, I don't know. You're like his vegan guide. Yeah, I was his vegan guide. And I didn't think much of it, to be quite honest. Like, I didn't even think like, oh, you know, I really like this guy. Like, it, it was just sort of like, oh, you know, we just like our conversation flowed very easy. We would talk like until like super late at night. And again, I didn't think anything of it. Um, And I think, yeah, he definitely made the first move. He like one night at my apartment, 
um, yeah, one night he was at my apartment and um, he wouldn't leave. And I'm just like, why won't you get out of my apartment? <laughs> He's going to hate me for how I'm telling the story. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I, I don't remember exactly what happened, but like he likes try he wanted to kiss or something so we ended up kissing so that's how that's how that started but it was it was me like it's super late and you're still here why <laughs> i'm sure there's a lot of guys like uh, listening to this right now and just writing this down like okay pretend to be vegan no. check okay i'll know that i'll remember hang that out move. at her apartment yeah wait for the time to kiss her yeah. vegan no, what is, was- is that a country <laughs> what is that is that a country no, but he was like really good with other things because I had like foster cats at the time. I was like fostering a lot of animals. And he would like pick up the cat, take the cat all the way to like take the taxi all the way to like a specific vet, like super far away from me, pay to pay for the taxi there and back. And I was like, oh, you know, do you want me to pay for the taxi for you? And he's like, oh no, it's fine. Wow. Like, oh, he liked that's, you. That's love. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> And for you, were you kind of like, oh, that's a really nice friend. That's so nice. <laughs> yeah, probably. I was like, wow, that's like really sweet. Like he all he really likes animals, you know, because he he was because I had a there's another story I have. It's like a, a cat who had um, I forgot what it's called, but it's some type of virus for feel some type of feline virus that's like really messes up the cat and the cat would get diarrhea and he would clean up the cat's diarrhea wow. now that is like love. because I, i've never heard any <laughs> testament to love as strong as that one that is it we'll never yeah. top this no matter how many episodes of date night china we do from now on cleaning if you're up clearing cat up diarrhea. cat diarrhea then that is the ultimate sign of love surely oh my god it was ter- it was terrible because i had to go to work and he and the cat was like wow <laughs> <laughs> Just a lot of shit on the uh, floor, and you're like, and you're like, and you're piecing out. You're like, see you later. And he's like, I was okay. mortified. He's like, oh, it's okay, I'll clean it up. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. So then from there, you like kissed, and was it like kind of official immediately after that, or was it a bit no. slower? It was a little slower. Um, I still didn't want a boy. Like, I still didn't want a boyfriend. I was like, I still don't. No. <laughs> so there's like this whole thing where he talked to a friend of mine at the time, um, like, oh, what should I do? I don't understand why she's pushing me away. Cause I was really, I was being very mean to him. I'm not gonna lie. I was, I didn't want him to like get close to me or anything. So I was being intentionally rude because I wanted him to leave me alone <laughs> and like stop pursuing me. And um one of my one of my friends at the time was like, oh, you know, you should just get her something really nice, like some jewelry, and then like, let her go. He's like, what do you mean, let her go? <laughs> He's like, like, let her make a decision, like, let her, like, tell her, this is how I feel about you, you know, here's something to remember me by, and then, you know, if, if you're not interested, then there's nothing I can do about it. And he didn't trust that at all, but he was like, all right, I guess I'll do it. So he bought me this, this very cute necklace. Um, and it has like, I'm like, I have to explain all these stories. It has a square on it because I used to say to him, oh, you're such a square. And he was like, what does that mean? And I was like, oh, it means like, you're not cool. 
no, very old <laughs> language that I've inherited from my parents. So it had like a little square on it. And I remember he, at the time he told me when he bought it, my friend was like, what is the square? I don't, he was like, don't, he was like, don't worry, she'll understand. But anyway, so <laughs> he gives me the necklace and we have like this long conversation and it was very, it wasn't very gentle. <laughs> it was like very like, I don't, I don't even remember how it started, but he's like, well, whatever, here's this necklace. And I was like, you're giving me a necklace? Like, I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was really confused. And then he's like, you know, whatever. If, if you're not interested, then, you know, just, you know, I'm letting you make your, I forgot the whole, I honestly, it's a blur to me. Just remember he gave me a necklace and he like left. And I was like, and I was like crying. I was like, oh my God, he got me this necklace. And he's like such a great guy. And I'm like being so terrible to him. And um, I like called him immediately afterwards. And I was like, okay, I want to date you. Like, I don't remember exactly what I said again, but I was like, okay, fine, let's do this. And wow. he like came back. He, I, he hadn't even left, I think. I think he like went down the street or something was like waiting. Um, Cause he came back immediately. He's like, oh my God, I'm so happy. Anyway, so when he started dating. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. That's really cute. So it works. Your friend gave some good advice and it paid off. It worked. It worked. Yeah. it worked. I mean, so had you dated Chinese guys before or had you dated much in Shanghai before? How was it before meeting him? Oh, God. It was terrible. <laughs> it was awful. Like, I don't know, like on top of being a foreigner and then like being black, it's like you get like fetishized on top of being fetishized. Cause like you're, I have to deal with being a foreigner and people are like, Oh, I want to practice English with you. But then you have guys who are like, Oh, I have never tried black before. And I'm like, Oh my God, please don't say that. Like, just keep that in your head. You know, like, I know that there's guys who think that way, but it's like, don't say it out loud. <laughs> they say it. Yeah. It's like, they, they can't like hold in what they, they just want to say it. Cause I guess they think you're, you're a foreigner and we accept, we accept everything. There's no you know, oh, it's okay if you don't have a filter. No, please. Yeah, it's it's strange. Filter. But, like, that's actually been something that's been echoed nearly with every guest that's talked about that, the, the fetish, fetishization of mm -hmm. being yeah. with somebody who's black. And especially, yeah, I think being a black woman and especially an American woman, like, I used to just have people like, oh, you must be so open. You're from America. Open American girls, <laughs> you know? So there's this idea like, oh, okay, you're going to just be very accepting and open sexually to like want to try anything like that was like their opening line on tan tan or tinder and you're like okay yeah it's very cringe when it's an opening line but even like there was because i lived in um Arumchi, which is like in in xinjiang province that was like in 2012 oh, wow. and even back then um actually okay so back then what worked best for me was being introduced by someone so it's almost like a type of insurance, the fact that, oh, this person knows someone that I know. So it's less likely that even if they want to act creepy, they're not going to, because it's like, I'm going to be like, you need to check your friend. So that's totally. kind of how I was used, but like, that's how I was used to dating. But like here in Shanghai, I don't, I mean, I did have some friends who were like, oh, I can introduce you to like my brother or like my brother's friend. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to be introduced um to anyone but um yeah back then but the thing is if you get introduced to someone it's like serious like 
now it's someone who wants to get married. It's not just dating. So it makes things a lot more complicated. Um, Cause I definitely remember having conversations with guys, like very serious conversations where they're basically just interviewing it. The date is an interview, you know, would your parents accept me? Um, you know, are you interested in having kids? Are you okay with my financial situation? You know, and a lot of like, oh, yeah. you're American. I feel yeah. like I can't really provide for you the way you should be provided for or how you're used to. And of course, in my early 20s, I was like, it doesn't matter. I don't care about money. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would, that wouldn't fly nowadays, but. <laughs> yeah, that in your early 20s. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, what a fun time that was. What, a, what an optimistic time. Yeah, money's not right. a problem. Yeah, it's interesting though because like we've had some some of our Chinese friends come on and they were sharing in one episode about like yeah, especially Chinese yeah. women were talking about in Chinese culture like it's very different like they don't really have this idea of dating. The steps are different. The yeah. order of things. So like by the time that you're dating, you're, you you you're already a few steps ahead of where you would be in a Western relationship. So mm -hmm. it's it it seems well it's so foreign. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, a bit more serious right away, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah 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 but yeah meeting guys online yeah i mean i feel like meeting guys online is meeting guys online doesn't really matter where you live in the world but that's fair that's yeah being a being corner yeah. yeah but you know being in china whole whole so i don't know i would enter i'd either encounter guys who wanted a super serious relationship and they're looking for a wife or guys who just want to play around there's like no in between no middle ground <laughs> like, no middle ground it, we we right. actually Dana Chenna, we get guys that contact us looking for wives. Yeah, we we do, and we have to like correct them. <laughs> yeah. We're like, we are not a dating service. That's not what we do. Like, oh my god, you should do it. <laughs> that's and charge, and, 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 and charge a ton of money. We can make some money. I charge guess. a ton of money. Be like, we are specialists. <laughs> Come to our matchmaking facility. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, so then you did find your what's your what's your partner's name by the way. Terry. I don't think I asked. Terry. Okay. Yeah. So you and Terry, once you did get together, you started dating. So how was that once you were kind of more together as an item? Were there some kind of misunderstandings like culturally or like dating kind of what we were talking about with culture wise? Or because you speak like fluent Chinese, was it okay? Okay. So Terry, so Ethnically, he is—he's Chinese, but he was—he was pretty much raised like a foreign kid. I don't really know how to describe his background because he was born in the U.S., but he was not raised in the U.S. He was raised in Hong Kong and Singapore, but he was in international schools. So our cultural differences are interesting because, despite the fact that he was born in America, I always make fun of the fact that he's not American at all. Like, for example, today I was wearing a shirt that had XOXO on it. And he was like, what is, what did he say? What is show show or something? He was like, what is show show? He was like that on your shirt. Like, what is that? I was like, you mean XOXO? He was like, yeah. I, re I, re I recorded a video. Cause I was like, I need to record this. I was like, repeat that again. I'm going to record it. <laughs> this, is this is funny. And I was like, no. And it, and then it's like weird for me to think about explaining it. I'm like, XOXO means hugs and kisses. And then he's like, but why? Where does that come from? And I'm like, I have no idea. I have no idea where it comes from. Like, that's just what I was like, you know, like when you get a card from your mom or your dad and they're like, 
you know, love mom, XOXO. He's like, I don't know. I was like, okay. But anyway, we have, we have stuff like that all the time, all the time. So it's like, people are like, is he American? But I'm, I'm like, yes and no, <laughs> more no. Um, so he doesn't fit in all the way with American culture, like at all. Like, you know, if you ask him, what's a Lunchable? He's like, I don't, I don't know what a Lunchable is. <laughs> no, know. a Lunchable, yeah. come on. Which is in the oh. um, uh, one of the tests that you do to get citizenship, right? <laughs> to get the green card. That's like the final question on the test. What is a Lunchable? What is a Lunchable? If you can pass this, lunchable? Then, then you're an American citizen. There you go. Did you have them in the UK? Seriously, then? Uh, yeah, we have Lunchables, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. We're cool. We're cool. Okay. okay. I don't know what a well, Lunchable is. <laughs> we're with it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wow. There's another one. There's another one. Oh, okay. So it was like the word fat ass. Cause I was like, oh, haha, I'm such a fat ass or something. I was like, I think I said something like, oh, who do you think is the bigger fat ass? And I was talking about like eating, you know, like eating people food, like a lot, of food. a lot of food. Cause we were watching a show and the woman was like, oh, I'm such a fat ass. Ha ha ha. And I was like, oh who do you think's the bigger fat ass and he was like oh well, obviously you because i've been working out and i was like oh my <laughs> god no <laughs> like, why would you say that you're like no <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's one of those cultural things and you're like no that's not it tell me how you yeah, really feel <laughs> Not even sort of it. Did you give him a talking to after that? Yeah, like, how dare you? And he's like, oh my God. He's like, I'm so sorry, but how was I supposed to know that? I was like, the 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 context of what we were watching. He was like, oh yeah, I was wondering why they said that. That didn't make sense to me. I was like, oh God, it's because that's not what they meant. I don't, I don't know if that's a cultural thing. I'd be like, bro, bro, like, you know, like if you ever get asked anything remotely in that area, it's like, does my bum look big in this? You just say... No, who's the biggest fat ass? You know, it's it's me. It's obviously me. You? No way. You, you don't need you don't that's not a cult that's that that surpasses culture, surely. Yeah, no, that's terrible. Yeah, he's very he honestly he's very honest with like weight related stuff. Like there's no I, sugar coating. I feel like with there's no. Chinese no. friends, they're like that so yeah. blunt. Or they're like, Oh, you look like you've gained weight. Like, or you look kind of fat today. You're like, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. 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 I told him I was like, maybe I shouldn't say this stuff about you on the podcast because it makes you look terrible. He's like, it's okay. <laughs> Oh, oh no, don't God. worry about it. I, I, I sort of struggle to like lose weight and stuff. And uh, Rachel is the sweetest person in the world. She can't tell me if I've actually <laughs> lost any weight or if I'm just the same. I think he thinks I, I'm too I, nice. She's, she's way too nice. I have to go to work to find out. <laughs> the, if, your, your, your coworkers if, will if tell you. My coworkers will tell me. <laughs> like one time oh, I was walking to the gym and I was walking back from the gym and my boss, when I first started <laughs> in, in China, <laughs> she saw me and she's like oh where have you been and i was like oh i've just come back to the i've just come back from the gym and she's like oh because of your stomach and i'm like yeah, yes <laughs> yes that's one of the reasons thank you it's because of my stomach thank oh my you. god <laughs> no. i love the directness the directness <laughs> um funny. 
Yeah, I'm sure it's quite interesting having those like cultural experiences together. And also, so how has it been for you being a black woman and being with an Asian man? Do you guys, I know you talked a little bit about having the fetishizing, but also are there certain stereotypes? Do, do you kind of get any comments or anything about that? Um, so a lot actually comes from like the foreigner side um, in terms of like stereotypes. People ask, oh, you know, about his genitalia. Oh, is it actually small? And I'm just like, I can't believe you're asking me that question. I don't know you. <laughs> it's very weird when I get that question. Um, or like some people, like especially in the black community, people are so fascinated. They're just like, wait, so you're with an, so your partner is Asian. I'm like, yes. I'm like, that's fascinating. Like, I guess because I'm a woman, because it's more common to see like black men with like Asian wives and, and children. Nobody says anything. No one's like, oh my gosh, that's fascinating. But for me, it's like, wow, that's, that's very interesting. Like why? Um, and I don't know. The only thing I can think of is black women tend to mostly date black men. So they're already like in this like super niche specific pool of people that they, they prefer to date. Um, my family is somewhat mixed in some regards. So I'm definitely more open. Um, I, I never really had a specific restriction, you know, I'm only going to date this certain type of person, but um, yeah, I don't, in terms of like seeing other couples, I think I know of maybe two black women who have um, an Asian partner or Asian husband. And I don't really know them very well. They're kind of just like in my circle and, you know, I'll just like comment on their pictures like, oh, looks like you guys are having fun. <laughs> but uh, in terms of like the comments we get when we're walking around, I think a lot of people don't know we're together. <laughs> I think a lot of people don't know we're together. Like even in my, um, my TikTok videos, when I was kind of going over the whole lockdown situation and doing mini vlogs, I kept asking, like, there are obviously a lot of people who are like, oh, they would just assume he's my husband. But then I'd have comments that were like, so are you two dating? Or like, who is that guy who's in your vlogs? And why I'm is like, he always in your videos? Why is he like, why you live together? I'm like, why are you like cuddling on the couch? I don't understand. This relationship does not compute. Um, I was like, yeah, no, that's at People the time think you're being really committed to um, uh, being an online celebrity. It's like, wow, this girl I is think like, so. she's like living it. She's not just doing like a nine to five. Like <laughs> these actors are just like together all the time. It's weird. Seriously. Um, but then I even had people in like my circle. So we run um, a Shanghai vegan foodies group here in Shanghai. And I would have people who were like, oh, so you two are together. I didn't know. You I didn't know you two were together. I mean, I guess we don't like, you know, we're not like holding hands and kissing, but we're like always together and we run the group together. And, but I feel like if he was like maybe black or like, like non-Asian, people would probably assume that we were dating. Um, so that, that's the thing. But again, that's more in the foreign community. Now, in terms of like walking around outside, I mean, I guess there are some people who still will assume we're not together, but you have people who like the older ladies like love it. They're like, oh my God, you have an Asian partner. That's amazing. You guys need to have babies because mixed babies are so cute. Like I hear that all. Oh my gosh. Time. 
forever. Just like, oh my God, you need to have, they're like, you need to have a Chinese husband. I'm like, oh, my partner is, is Chinese. They're like, oh, perfect. Don't get an American husband. Not good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so interesting though. We, we did have another um, episode. We talked to another American woman who had a Chinese husband and, you know, called the Yang Shifu. And she talked a lot about like, yeah, the comments she would get from people and, and how people are surprised or like, what's going on here? Or even just like, yeah, just a lot of interesting comments that she would get and questions she would get about like, you're married to a Chinese man. And like you mentioned the, the questions about like, how well endowed is he? Like, is what is this about? You know, so I, I imagine there it just it's an interesting thing because it's not seen as much as the other way around, like you mentioned with a yes. uh, foreign guy with a Chinese woman. Yeah, I've gotten free ice cream once when I was, I mean, it's, it was with a different guy, but it was an Asian guy that a Chinese guy that I was dating. And the woman was like, Oh, here's like some free ice cream. Like she was so happy to see us together. So I don't know. It was just, it's very interesting. I will just say that. Like, <laughs> awesome. So you just got married right when Shanghai opened up again from lockdown. So tell us about that. Why did you guys get married? Was this kind of planned for a while or was this more of a spontaneous, let's do this? Um, so we had planned on getting married, I think, um, like at least, I don't know, maybe a year ago or two years ago right before lockdown happened, um, I mean, not lockdown, sorry, right before the whole pandemic and stuff happened in Wuhan. So that made everything very complicated because now we couldn't leave. So I had decided at the time that, you know, we'll just wait until China opens like that. Were you going to get married in the States? Is that was what the plan was? Yeah, either in the US or in Hong Kong, either one. Um, I think the time you couldn't, cause I heard that at one point you could get married in China, like just getting the actual certificate, but you couldn't get married. Like, um, well now you can't get married as, as foreigners in, in Shanghai. And even though he's Hong Kong, he is still treated like a foreigner, um, outside of the fact that he doesn't need a visa to stay here. So, um, that was that was the main thing. So um, I ended up like losing my job <laughs> a little bit during the, the whole lockdown situation. So I was like, okay, instead of trying to scramble to find a, a new job, which I was like, I'll still apply and apply for jobs. So I was like, why don't we just do spousal visa? So that way, you know, I can kind of do what I want to do. And I don't need to like be tied down to a specific company. So that was kind of what initiated, all right, let's do it now. Like, like just get it, get it done with. The date that we picked was the, the soonest date to do the ceremony. So we went through with a certificate. Um, so this is an online marriage in Utah. So we went and did the certificate already. And they're like, all right, in order for the certificate to be valid, you need a ceremony. I was like, all right, let's just do a quick ceremony. And the first date that was available was June 1st. And I was like, oh, that's funny. That's supposed to be the day that lockdown ends. And at the time I was like, huh, yeah, we'll see if we, like our side comes out because we had the worst numbers. But uh, so we decided, yeah, sure. June 1st, 
just grab a couple of our friends to be witnesses and let's just let's just do it. It wasn't supposed to be this big like, all right, let's do vows and exchange rings. We couldn't get rings. We're in lockdown. So I just had my engagement ring. Like the guy asked, he's like, do you guys have vows? I was like, no. He's like, do you have rings? I was like, um, we have my engagement ring. That's not really, that's, you don't exchange an engagement ring. So it was very quick. It was just like, I do, I do. And then my friend's like, my friend and then his friend like, yeah, we saw it. <laughs> oh, wow. I, see, I didn't yeah. know that even like Zoom weddings, I guess that's the way to kind of get around the rule like you were talking about. Foreigners can't get married in China anymore. So I didn't even think yep. like online still an option, right? So you just have that's to have an option. I didn't know that. So you yeah. just can have an officiant and it just has to be from a, you know, somebody ordained or whatever to, and then you need witnesses. Oh wow! Yep. So you, you could have like a Zoom. Team. You could have a Zoom party. Invite all your family and friends. Is that what we need to do? <laughs> <laughs> you can we, do. We, yeah. We've talked about it because we we know so many other expats though, and they're like for functionality reasons and practical reasons, we want to get married in China because of you know spousal visas and a lot of other things. It just makes it easier sometimes when you're connected to that person. But they've hit these roadblocks about not being able to get married in China anymore when you used to. So. We're going to recommend people go the online route. Yes. <laughs> wow. And so how was your family respond? Did they know that you were getting married and and they know Terry, right? Were they kind of like, oh, no, yeah. wait, wait, wait until you come home or the Hong Kong? Or were they like, oh, OK, we get it. Yeah, no, they um, they were like, oh, OK. My sister was like, oh, you're just getting married for a certificate. OK, yeah, whatever. You know, and my dad was like, oh, okay. He was like, but he was like, it's a real wedding though. He's like, don't treat it like uh, it's not a real thing. You're actually officially married now. Like you're legally bound to each other. <laughs> I was like, but yeah, but it's still, it hasn't like clicked that we're married because, you know, like even today he was like, you know, talking about me being his girlfriend. I was like, I'm not your girlfriend. He was like, oh, I, my wife. <laughs> I'm your wife now. Excuse you. Yeah, seriously. So I was like, I think we need the actual ceremony and we need the family to be there. So it's like official because like yeah, just a sheet of paper. Real. That's everyone does that before the actual ceremony anyway. Like they mm -hmm. already go and apply for the certificate. So I was like, that's all we did. But like the wedding is probably still not going to it's still not going to happen until the borders open. <laughs> yeah. So Who knows when that will be. Mm. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm like, I might have, have a wedding you... in two years. Yeah, oh, it's a long time away. How long have you and Terry actually been together now? Five years. Five years. Wow. Oh my yeah. gosh. So you guys have been together for a while and lived together and all and all of that. So do you feel like you basically were already kind of in this like partnership and domestic partnership and all of that? Yes. Um. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. I mean, because I'm like living in his like apartment and <laughs> we have three dogs and wow three <laughs> three we've been through okay. two now lockdown type situations so this one was just like a real lockdown but previously you know we didn't leave the apartment for uh -huh. like two three months and so now another two months do you feel like that changed or like challenged your relationships in, in some ways even the first time and now you mentioned the second time how was it being locked in together for two or three months I feel like it didn't do anything. Like when people ask, I'm like, I don't, 
we are really introverted homebodies. Like we are at home a lot of the time. So you, you didn't notice. I'm like you it literally really did. <laughs> I'm like it literally did nothing. <laughs> Just like uh, okay. Um, I think like maybe we had. I like argued with him about like the time we're supposed to go get like our swabs done or like antigen testing or something like what or like we went outside and it was raining and I was like you didn't get an umbrella and it's raining I don't know just stupid stuff like (laughs) it's a little stuff that that most couples or even friends stuff that we would all like yeah I I feel that though like when when um, (laughs) we've all come back to work this week and I am so salty about it I am so like just quietly seething I was sat at my desk the other day and I was just all the time thinking this is stupid I don't know why anybody needs to be anywhere like you know we have the internet in the this is the future we don't need to be anywhere. <laughs> like, why Why am I here? This is a hot take and quite controversial oh. for Nathan, but Nathan loved lockdown time. I mean, in Beijing, it was not severe mm-hmm. like it was for you guys, absolutely. We were just work from home, couldn't dine in anywhere. But he was like, yes, I don't have to go to the office. The office is so stupid. Why do we need to go out? I so. love the work. It's just, I think, like, you know, I think lockdown is 20, you know, the coronavirus has shown us that... Uh, that being in person in an office, it's an illusion. You know what I mean? Like we, it's yeah. a digital era and, and, you know, I'm waiting for the metaverse. I'm just waiting for that metaverse to kick in <laughs> and then I am there. Um, so tell us, what are your future plans now that you are married? I know you're talking about a future um, wedding sometime when things open up. Are you guys going to plan to stay in Shanghai for a while? Um, yeah, so I think part of the reason we're going to stay here for a while is because like, he has an apartment here in Shanghai. So he's like very... Um, he's very against like moving <laughs> because he's like, I have an apartment here. Why are we moving? <laughs> Look, I don't... <laughs> I don't understand. We moved somewhere else. Now we have to pay rent and we don't have to pay rent now. So, but I did tell him. Especially in Shanghai. um, Yeah. And especially in Shanghai because, yeah, apartments are outrageous here. But um, he has a lot of family in Ningbo and Ningbo province uh, and Ningbo city. And I'm like, we could move there. I don't know. Like part of me, I don't really want to be in Shanghai forever. Like it's a nice city, but I don't like if I wanted to have a family and stuff, I don't, first of all, we don't know if it will we'll stay in China. Um, we both talked about like moving to, you know, moving to a different country, but in terms of like the near future, definitely staying in Shanghai, not leaving, <laughs> not leaving for a while, um, at least a, another few years or so, but yeah, that's a that's a fun thing about living abroad is you get to this very weird place where you're just like, I don't want to go back. Like I don't I'm I have no plans of like moving back to the States, but then it's like I don't know where I want to go next. But then it's like I don't want to stay in China forever. So or at yeah, least that's my current that. feeling. I like that. I can't see myself getting old here, you know, with little old Shanice walking around. Meow. Like I can't <laughs> I can't see I, that. <laughs> Maybe no, it'll totally, happen, but right now. Totally. We feel the same way, and I feel the same. I mean, from America, I just mm. I don't see myself wanting to really go back there. I miss my family and my friends, but I don't yeah. see that as the next thing going back there, but I don't see myself staying old in China either. So, yeah, we're trying to figure that out. I feel like so many expats now are, like, 
yeah, what are the next steps? Do I go home? Do I want to leave China? It's been a big expat exodus recently. So I think it's the questions like on a lot of people's minds right now. Yeah, mm. for sure. Yeah. So for you and Terry, I mean, if you were going to give any advice for other couples dating interculturally or even being in a uh, black women and Asian male kind of relationship, would you give any kind of advice for others? Um, make sure that your partner's family is fine with you being black before you get serious. I actually did not go that route, which I don't, usually I'm very like, are your fam is your family okay with me being black? Cause I was like, I don't need any surprises. Um, Cause I remember when he like introduced me to his family for the first time, I was like, do they know I'm black? And he's like, no, but they won't care. And I was like, okay. And they didn't, <laughs> but still it's like <laughs> one of those things like make, make sure you ask, especially when I was much younger, I was very naive about that type of thing. Like, Oh, it's okay. Love is love. It doesn't matter if his family doesn't approve yes it matters ask and if he says that they're not interested you know they're very racist or whatever run like just be like i'm sorry this is not gonna work don't give yourself that headache it's not worth it yeah have um, you had experiences where that actually has happened like with previous chinese partners or friends yeah or yeah one of my one of my more serious relationships in the states when i was like in high school um i ended up dating this this um chinese guy abc american born chinese so no cultural issues he knew what lunchables were but um <laughs> yeah that was that was kind of like i kind of was like and i really liked like nerds and stuff and he was really good at math so that's how that kind of flourished hello <laughs> um yeah no i liked all the nerdiest guys in my class it's kind of embarrassing but so yeah, no, his parents were very racist. At least his mom was. She was like, oh, she's black. Like they got in like hard, like really intense fights where he had to leave the house. And like, yeah, I think his mom like would pull various like sharp objects on him and he would have to leave. Yeah. Holy shit. It was intense. It was intense, the type of fighting that they did. So yeah. So was meeting um, Terry's family okay? Was was anything, or were they more, more curious about you just being a foreigner in general? So his family in Ningbo, his grandma was, it's funny, he says he was most worried about his grandma, which I find funny because she like loved me. She's like, oh, I was, I was just worried you wouldn't know Chinese. She's like, but you know Chinese, so you're basically Chinese now. You're just like a foreign. Like she'll just, she'll just constantly ask questions. Like, do you guys have, like, she won't even just say, do you have this in America? She'll be like, do you have this in Shanghai? Like, she's like, you guys don't have this in Shanghai, do you? We only have this in Ningbo. Wow. <laughs> so she's very cute. Um, constantly trying to feed me food. I was like, I need to do a compilation video where it's just her constantly coming in. Like, here's more food. Here's more food. And us being like, stop, please, <laughs> please stop giving us food. Like it was ridiculous. She gave us so much, like I panned to like all the food she gave us. And then her coming in and Terry being like, no, stop giving us food. And she's like, no, you need. And she like gets angry. She's like, no, you need to eat it. And this food is <laughs> all the fruit is going to go bad if you don't eat it. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's how she gets you. She knows she can guilt you in it. Don't let the food go to she'll waste. She'll guilt you. And then she'll start laughing. <laughs> She's That's like, ah. <laughs> But you've got grandma's it. approval. That's good. Yeah. No, grandma's very sweet. And I met his mom. Mom is really cool. Doesn't bring up anything about me being American. Because, I mean, his his nuclear family, I mean, they lived abroad. They lived in the U.S. and other places. So they're not phased by me being a foreigner, being Black. They're just like, oh, whatever. I don't know how his dad feels. I have not met his dad still, but his mom's cool. Mm. So yeah, I can imagine just, as well, like you mentioned, the, the Chinese speaking Chinese probably helps a bit for that kind of relationship oh. to be able to have to be able to have that connection and talk to his family as well or some foreigners in those kind of relationships they're like oh, okay now we can't even we can't bond or communicate that's yeah. difficult that's true because his mom like his mom speaks english but she like speaks to me in chinese because she i mean she's most comfortable speaking in chinese so every once in a while she'll like add in an english word but um <clears throat> yeah yeah, I actually, I can't even imagine what our relationship would be like if I didn't know Chinese. I think it would be very different. Like even my relationship with Terry would be very different because he wouldn't like so much of like what we bond over and like jokes that we show each other is like Chinese. Like even watching like funny Chinese dramas and making fun of how ridiculous they are. They don't have any English subtitles. So it wouldn't work if I didn't know any Chinese. So <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's sweet yeah would you have any um final words for anybody i guess then who is going to be in this kind of intercultural relationship learn about the language and the culture please <laughs> please like at least make the effort i mean the number of people i've met who they're using google translate to like talk to their partners and you know getting translators to help them with fights and i'm just like oh my gosh oh. Especially if you're making the money and you live abroad in China, you have the money for a tutor. Get a tutor. Like, and you, and like, especially if you live in China, you have no excuse. Get the tutor. You can start learning Chinese like now. So don't just hop because I'm the number of people I know who get in relationships or they're dating and they're just like, yeah, he needs to learn English. I'm like, no, you need to learn Chinese. You're in China. Like, Come on. Come on. Or at least there needs to be some type of middle ground, you know? Don't just be like, oh, he needs to learn my language because obviously we're just going to move to the U.S. And it's like, you're missing so much. You're missing out on a lot. Like, not even in terms of communication, just like culture, ability to connect with their family. Um, don't be a stubborn, like, especially for Americans. Don't be a stubborn American. <laughs> learn another There's language. too many stubborn Americans here. <laughs> Like way too, too many. many, too many, like to the point where sometimes when I meet new Americans, I'm like, okay, you know, like it's that thing of like, oh, I don't really want to hang out with some Americans, like <laughs> too obnoxious, all the things. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... Well, thank you for coming on the show. It's been a delight talking to you. Thank you ever so much. Yeah. How can people find you and follow you on your social media accounts? Um, so they'll probably need the spelling on your article, but it's just, this is Shanice, C-H-A-N-I-E-C-E, um, on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, but my YouTube is very inactive. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying, but, um, 
feel yeah, like you're very sure. active on everything else though. And even Twitter, like you were, you were there. So you can follow her, find Shanice on, on Twitter, all the oh, things yeah. that she just mentioned. So uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for joining us and congratulations yeah. on just getting married. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so thank we will so see much. you guys yeah thank you for listening to this week's episode and uh, we'll catch you guys next week bye bye